Here are a few vignettes from Veterans Day weekend in the North Country. Members of the Ogdensburg VFW laid wreaths in front of memorials. The Lake Placid American Legion raised six flags in honor of six local veterans who have died. Roland White, Hank Trombley, John Peters, Bill Kelly, James Statz, and Betty Jean Trantham. And the Saranac Lake Fish and Game Club unveiled a new plaque on Bloomingdale Avenue to honor World War II veterans. We talk with some veterans about what the day means to them. That's today's story of the day. Support for Story of the Day comes from Pearsall Wealth Management at UBS Wealth Management USA, subsidiary UBS AG, member FINRA SIPC, 1 Broad Street, Glens Falls. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Monday, November 13th. Let's get right to the Veterans Day special here. People across the North Country honored military personnel on Veterans Day this weekend. And Monica Sandresky caught up with a few of them. Yeah, I'm Bill Baker, and I'm from uh, South Colton down here, New York. I, I wasn't in the service, mm-hmm. but I have a lot of respect for, uh, like, during Vietnam and stuff, some of my friends died. When they come home, they committed suicide. Yeah, I go to visit their, their graves, my friends' graves and stuff. So what I'm going to do right now, as a matter of fact, that's where I'm headed. To, I got three different spots I got to go. Are they here in t- Yeah, Yeah, Dickie Buckley was one of them, and uh, Archie Trim, and... Uh, Rocky Burns, he got blowed up over in Vietnam too. Yeah, so I make my rounds. When you think of them, um, how do you how do you feel? Sad and kind of proud at the same time. You know, something right in between it all. Yeah. You know, if you 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 miss them all, but where would we be if they didn't go? Oh uh, yeah, I'm Stan Francis. I'm from Colton, New York. Cody Francis from Colton, New York, too. But you just went to boot camp? Yeah, just finished. He just graduated just, at uh, Thursday, Thursday afternoon. So we at Paris, Paris Island, South yeah. Carolina. It was tough, but a lot of, I met a lot of good guys from like all over the East Coast. It was pretty cool. I always knew I wanted to go in the military, and then my grandpa was in the Marines, my dad was in the Air Force. I mean, I'm very proud. Best thing I ever did in my life was going in the military. And, uh, well, besides these two. <laughs> but uh, once I got in the military and they, and they taught me how to be a, a man, how to be a person, and, and, uh, and just the camaraderie and being part of a, a group, yeah, it was great. It was some of the best times I had. You know? And I can see that in him. Just after basic training, he's like a completely different person. Really? Yeah. Very polite. Makes his bed. <laughs> yeah. I was making, they made you make your bed every morning, so I got good at that. <laughs> yeah. It changes you. Yeah, for sure. In a good way. In a good way. Hi, my name is Laurel Bro. I'm a retired Navy captain. I've lived in the area since 2013. I served on active duty for 36 years. I spent about 14 years at various overseas locations. And I think for me, what I always think about are the people, the people that I served with, the people that worked with me, for me, or people that I reported to. And those relationships and the jobs that we had were the things that really uh, bound us together. I worked with a lot of enlisted sailors, and 
you know, I feel that we really need to do our part to support them. And it's one thing to say, um, you know, we have to complete the mission. But in the Navy, there was a saying, sailors first, mission always, meaning you needed to take care of the people. And they need to know that you care about them and you care about their families. So I've always wanted to have a, a strong connection and bond with the people who worked for me. And I wanted to make sure that we were doing right by them and their families so that when we did have to go somewhere, when we did have a mission where they were going to be separated from their loved ones, they could go knowing that they were going to be taken care of, that everything was okay at home. Can you describe one of those relationships? Well, I had this one young man who worked for me. In the Navy, you had to pass a physical fitness test twice a year. And this young man, he was borderline, and the Navy was ready to discharge him because he had trouble maintaining his weight and staying within the guidelines. And at the time, I used to jog a lot, and I started working out with him. I think he was a E4 at the time. He was married, had kids. So it would have been really difficult for him, a financial hardship, if he was then discharged from the Navy, had to go and find a job, and who knew how that would have impacted his family situation. And so we would go jogging after work because it it just holds up so many things when you're not able to pass the physical fitness test. And so it was just this trickle-down effect. So we would go jogging, and we would say, honor, courage, commitment. That was the Navy's uh, values of honor, courage, commitment. And we would just keep going, honor, courage, commitment. And his, he was just one person that, you know, really stood out to me. And he passed his physical? Oh, yes, he passed. He, he's, he's still on active duty when I left that duty station. So, yes, that was, that was a really good thing because I knew he was struggling and he didn't know how to make it to get past that hurdle and just keep putting one foot in front of the other. That was Bill Baker, Stan and Cody Francis, and Laurel Bro. The story was produced by Monica Sandresky. Our reporter Lucy Grindon headed out to the AMVETS in Huvelton for a little Veterans Day karaoke and has this story. It's almost 9 o'clock on a Friday night. Someone's racking pool balls by the entrance and people are chatting at the bar. But the main event tonight is the music. My name is Shante Paul. I live in Huvelton, New York. Paul says she loves coming here after work on a Friday to let loose. Every once in a while, I get the bug (laughs) to sing. Who do you see here when you come? Oh, pretty much everybody in Huvelton. I mean, everybody's pretty tight-knit here, so everybody knows each other. Even if they're not members, they still come and they hang out and have a good time, so... Why is AMVETS important for the community in Huvelton? They do a lot for the community. Um, A lot of the people that are um, members or that come here a lot are elderly, so it gives them a place to kind of socialize and stay active. AMVETS hosts community meals, organizes parades, and gives money to help the families of veterans when they fall on hard times. Two guys sitting towards the back point to a woman perched on a bar stool. I am Linda Carpenter. I am a prior Marine, but they always say once a Marine, always a Marine. Carpenter currently fills three different jobs at the AMVETS post. 
She's the commander, first vice, and finance officer. She served in the Marines during the Vietnam War. I went in in 1968 in June, and I got out in August of 71. They wanted me to re-enlist. I said, nope, I'm not going to do it, not for the good old boys. Back then, they didn't want women in the service, especially the Marines. A lot of them thought that women weren't capable. There's a few that I very mouthily let know that I was capable, and I probably could have been kicked out for it, but I didn't care at the time. I told them. I had a lieutenant colonel that was my boss, and when I came in one day and was very upset, He made sure that the whole base, Marines and everybody, found out you don't treat women like that. The person that gave me the hard time found out. What had happened when that guy you said gave you a hard time, what did he do? Uh, Well, I was delivering a gyroscope for an aircraft, and he decided when I walked in the door, he's going to slap me on the tush. And I turned around, and I was a corporal, and he was a sergeant, and I hit him with a fist right in the jaw. Then I asked him to sign the sheet for the supplies, and I walked out. After the job in the city, working for the man every night and day. When Carpenter isn't running meetings at the AMVETS post, making sure member dues are paid, or taking care of the bills. She spends a lot of time just hanging out there. She says it's a place where veterans know they'll be welcomed and appreciated. Lucy Grindon, North Country Public Radio. To all veterans, past, present, and future, thank you for your service. Music today by Alan Dunham of South Glens Falls and Paul Myers of Colton. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.